The last thing we were discussing was the way the Kohen Gadol would sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeh HaKetoret, he would go southeast, southwest, northwest, and then northeast. Rabbi Yossi went northeast, then northwest, then southwest, then southeast. And we wanted to know what the machloket between them was. And uh, we said that uh, we gave three options. Option number one was Rabbi Yossi felt you have to go towards the right the same way uh, you do outside. And Rabbi Akiva says, no, you don't have to do this. You don't have to go towards the right the way you do it outside. Option number two, the mahlokir between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Akiva was that according to Rabbi Akiva, he stood in one place and went around with his hand. That's why he didn't have to go towards the right. And according to Rabbi Yossi he had to actually walk around the Mizbeh HaKetort. And that's why he had to go towards the right. And option number three is that according to everyone, you stand in one place. And according to Rabbi Yossi the same way with your your feet, you walk around the outside Mizbeh. The same thing with your hand, you have to go around towards your right. And Rabbi Akiva said, what you do with your hand and what you do with your feet are two different things, and therefore you don't have to go towards your right. And with that, we are starting Nuntet Amud Aleph, where it says, Vesava Rabbi Yossi Hakafa Bayad. So right away, we're going to attack that last answer that we gave, that we said that according to everyone, he stands on one corner and he sprays on all four sides. How could you say Rabbi Yossi says that? How could you say that Rabbi Yossi says you stand in one place and you don't walk around? And at the end of our Mishnah, it says, That according to Rabbi Ezra, you stand in one place and you throw the blood. It sounds like according to Tanakama, it holds that you don't stand in one place and you go from side to side. Rather, you have to say, You have to say, like we originally said, that according to Rabbi Akiva, you stand in one place and you move around with your hand. Is the one who said you walk around the Mizbeach. Here we're giving a fourth answer. This is the Mahloket. If he walks around with his hand or with his feet, held. When it says the word Saviv, when throwing out when throwing the blood, the Mizbeh Saviv It's on the Saviv. It has to be like the Saviv. So inside, outside, the same way you go to, towards the right with your feet. The same thing uh, in the inside Mizbeach. That Saviv means that the entire inside Mizbeach, which is an Ama by Ama, it has to be the same size as one of the corners of the outside Mizbeach, which is each corner in the outside Mizbeach is an Ama by Ama. And Tanya Amar Vishmael Sheneko Anim Gedolim Nishtairu Bemikdash Rishon. There was two Koanim Gedolim who were left from the first Beta Mikdash. They both worked in the Beta Mikdash. I guess maybe one was a Balkari, whatever it was. Zeomer Beyadi Kafti. Once that I went around with my hand, it means I stood in one place and I went around. Zeomer Beraglai Kafti. One other one said I went around with my feet. Each one gave a reason to the, why the, he did it that way. The first one went around with his feet, said Saviv has to be like Saviv going around the outside Mizbeah. That's why he went around. The word Saviv means that the entire size of the inside Mizbeah should be the size of one of the corners of the outside Mizbeah. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, 
במקומו היה עומד ומחטר. בילי עזרא הוב, he would stand in one place and, and sprinkle the blood into the four corners of the Mizbeach. Now, matnitin mani, who is this Mishnah like? There's two opinions how to explain Rabbi Yehuda. Who is it like? Rabbi Yehuda. So we are saying it's Rabbi Yehuda. Detanya. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Yehuda Omer. Rabbi Meir says that Rabbi Yehuda said that bimkomo amayd mhatay. He would stand in one place and do the sprinkling, the cleansing, and everything. Each corner he would give from up to down. Except the one that was the other side of him. He would give from down upwards. Because if he's already bending, he might as well bend downwards and then go upwards rather than up to go to go down. And Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said and each one of them will give from down going upwards except for the one that was mamash in front of him he gives from up to down so this way his clothing doesn't get dirty and that's our, our Mishnah now we learned again in the Mishnah he put the blood, he sprinkled the blood on the Tahoro of the Mizbeach. And the Gemara asks, my Tahoro, what's the Tahoro? Amar Baba Rav Shilah, Palgei de Mizbeach. Half the height of the Mizbeach, Kedamrein Sheh, Tahar Tiara. Like people say, the afternoon came along, the middle of the day. Heveh Palgei de Yomah, that's the middle of the day. So you see, Tahoro means middle. Metiveh, wait a second. Kshehu mazeh, no mazeh, lo al gabeh ha'efer. When he sprinkles not on the ashes, not on the coals, he moves the charcoal from one side to the other, and then he sprinkles on that spot. So it was on the top, not on the, the, the half point of the Mizbech. On an open area on the top of the Mizbech. Like the sky is pure, and the sky is on top, therefore you sprinkled on top. When you'd come out and give on the outside Mizbech the rest of the blood, you throw on the Yesod, you'd give it on the northern side. Rabbi Yossi said he gave on the southern side. The opening of the Kodesh HaKodeshim was on the southern side, so he would start off on the southeastern side, and he would end up on the northeastern side. So, and you remember what we said, the place where he ends on the inside Mizbech, that's where he throws on the outside Mizbech, which is the north side. Omor Savar, and Rabbi Yossi hold Pitcha B'Tzafon the opening of the Kodesh HaKodeshim is in the north, so he would end off on the opposite side, and that's why he throws on the outside Mizbech all the blood on the south side of the foundation. Now, Dekule Alma, Rabbi Yossi, Hananya, Miha, Hechad, Degamran, Matanot, Ekranot, Hatam, Yahiv, Al-Gago. Wherever you finish throwing the blood on the inside Mizbeach, that's where you stand and you give on top of the Mizbeach, on the roof of it. My Tamar, what's the reason? Amar Kera, Veti Haro, Vekidesho, the Pasuk says, Veheza Alav, Min Adam, Be'etzvah, Oshev, Apa'amim, Then Veti Haro, Vekidesho, Mitumot, Ben Yisrael, Makom Shekidesho, Sham Tiaro, wherever you're Mekadesh, that's where you throw on top of the Mizbeach. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Shere Adam, Eshofer, Al Yisod, Ma'aravish, Al Mizbeach, Ha'etzon, 
the leftover of the blood you would throw on the western foundation side of the outside Mizbeach and Azara, the Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says, the actual Pasuk says, Legabe Par Kohen HaMashiach, Kohen made a mistake with a Psak. It says, Venatana Kohen, Venatana Kohen, Venatana Kohen, Venatana Kohen, Venatana Kohen, Venatana Kohen, Venatana and then over there it ends off Eliasod Mizbah Allah Shepidahul Mu'aid. And we say Dam Hapar, what's it called Dam Hapar? That includes the blood of the cow of Yom Kippur, Vekinafik, Bahu Pagabaresha. And when he comes out, that's the first uh, side of the Mizbah that he finds with the foundation, which is the western side, and that's where he throws. Now we learned in the Mishnah Vishal Mizbah Haitz on the all the blood that was left over from the outside throwing. You throw it on the southern side of the foundation of the outside Mizbech. The Pasuk says by the outside the Hatat. Uh, he takes from the blood with his finger, throws it on the corners of the Mizbech of the Korbanot. And the Gma explains that's the southern side of the foundation. Is the southern side, or maybe it's the western side, like the other hatalot of the inside korbanot. Amarta Let's learn the way he comes down from the ramp to the way he comes out from the hechal. The same way when he comes out of the hechal, he throws it on the side, the western side, which is closest to him, the western side, same thing when he comes down from the Mizbeach, the outside Mizbeach, he gives it on the side that is near him, what's the closest side, that's the foundation on the southern side, both the inside and outside hatahot, you throw the leftover blood on the western side of the foundation. Both of them on the southern side. I get why Rabbi Shemael held that they both get thrown on the western side because the outside didn't say where you throw them. So let's learn it from the Inside Mizbeh, which we learned that you throw the leftovers on the western side of the outside Mizbeh, why can't Rabbi Shimon by Yochai throw it on the southern side? So, Ravashi explains that Rabbi Shimon held that the opening of the Hechal, the opening of the Beta Mikdash, was on the southern side of the Mizbeh which he holds that the entire Mizbech was on the northern side of the Azara. So the first Yesod, the first foundation that he meets on his way out of the Hechal, is the southern side. And Tana Deber Bishma'el, Bideber Bishimon Ben Yochai. Tana of Deber Bishma'el said in the Yeshiva of Bishimon Ben Yochai, he agreed at the end of the day that it's, it was on the southern side. So you don't mix up who said what. The men pulled the man. Meaning the men of the yeshiva of Rabbi Shimon Yochai were able to pull over to their side the one tana of the Rabbi Shmael. Now we learned the Mishnah 
Elu va'elu mitarvin ba'ama ve'otzim. All the blood, the inside blood, the outside blood would mix together and they would go out to that uh, river and any any farmer who wanted to use it would have to pay for it, otherwise it would be me'ilah. And the Gemara brings a mahluket if there is a deen of me'ilah when it comes to blood of a korban. Holds that there you can be mo'il, means you can have benefit from Kodesh. There's that deen when it comes to the blood. Now, Mishnah is obviously like a There is no deen, there is no concept of me'ilah when it comes to blood. And the Gemara explains the Mahloket. The Mahloket, if there's Ma'ilah, if someone has benefit from something that is Kodesh, it's called Ma'ilah, and he has to pay an extra fifth. The only Mahloket is Midrabanan, you'd have to pay the extra fifth. From the Torah, there is no deen of Ma'ilah. Simple reason being is the fact that that the farmers can pay for it and use it if it really was kadosh, you wouldn't be able to buy and sell it. And Rashi explains the difference between a me'ilah de'oraita, me'ilah de'rabana, me'ilah de'oraita, you'd have to pay an extra fifth, for, uh, except for what you paid for the principal plus another fifth, and you also have to give a korban asham. If it's uh, only the rabbanan, you don't have to give not a korban and not that extra fifth. And the Gemara explains, how do we know that by by midoraita there's no deen of ma'ila when it comes to the blood of the korban? Amar ula, amar kira, because the pasuk says lachem shelachem yeh. The pasuk says kinefesh abasar badam hu v'anina tetiv lachem al hamizbeach lechaper nashatachem ki adam hu benefesh lechaper. And it says v'anina tetiv lachem lachem. It means it's for you. That means there's no deen of ma'ila. That now the very bishim ontana. It says lechaper, lechapara netativ v'lo meila. The whole idea is for it to be mechaper on you, and not for meila. Verbi Yohanan Amar he adds one more. Amar kera, the pasuk says who, right? Ki nefesh v'basar b'dam who, and we're doresh lifne kapara kilahar kapara before and after kapara is the same. Malahar kapara and bo meila the same way after kapara there's no meila because the mitzvah was already done. And once a mitzvah is done, there is no more din of me'ilah. Same thing. Before the kapara was done, the blood doesn't have the din of me'ilah. So the Gemara asks, kapara. Kapara. Maybe after kapara is like before kapara. The same way the blood has a din of me'ilah before it was thrown after kapara yeshbo so too after the kapara there should also be ma'ila. The Gemara says no. And the Chadavashin said mitzvah to mo'alim. But there's no such thing as something where the mitzvah was already done and there's a din of ma'ila. The idea of ma'ila has to be kochi Hashem. It's not kochi Hashem anymore. That's it. It was done. The Gemara says velo. What are you talking about? Vehare terumat adeshen. When, they, when the Kohen comes in the mor- early in the morning, cleans up the Mizdebeah, he takes off some of the ashes, puts it near the Mizbeah, and we said with Samo, he needs to have Geniza, and that means you're not going to have any Hana'ah from those ashes. And even though the mitzvah was already done, it was taken off the Mizbeah and was placed on the side of the Mizbeah, still you're not allowed to touch those ashes, and there's a din of Me'ilah after the mitzvah. That's where Rashi explains it. Tosfot brings a machloket ri and the ritzba. The ritzba holds that trumat addition is a surbehana'ah from the Torah. 
but there's no din of Me'ila, and the Ri explains that there's Isur Hana'a only with the Rabbanan, and once the mitzvah was done, there's no din of Me'ila, because the Deshin was already given, and the Gemara explains there's a difference. No, Mishum Devet, Rumata, Deshin, Ubigdeh, Keuna, they both need Genuiza. The uh, clothing the Kohen Gadol wears on Yom Kippur after he's finished, they need to put in Geniza, and these two things, Tumat Deshin, the Big Dev, Keuna, need Geniza, there are two Pesukim coming to teach one Din, and any two Pesukim that come to teach the same subject, you can't learn a third mitzvah out of it. Meaning the fact that it was only written in these two places, meaning it's Dafka in these two places and nowhere else. You can't learn another mitzvah out of it. And only these two mitzvah, there is Me'ila after the mitzvah was already done, and you can't uh, bring blood. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.